As the coronavirus spreads and spreads across the United States, the idea of putting a bunch of people in a dark room indoors for hours kind of sounds unappealing. But Disney thinks that we will actually be returning to the movies in theaters by early May. Last week, Warner Media announced they were sending all of their top movies in 2021 straight to their streaming platform, which is HBO Max. And Disney, though, is making a different decision. Here to explain is Recode Media's Peter Kafka. Hey, Peter. Hey, Teddy. So what is Disney seeing that Warner Media isn't? You know, Disney has its own streaming platform. Uh, you would think there would be some sort of uniformity to how people picture the future of the movies amid the coronavirus. Warner Media and Disney are, are, are very different companies. And Disney for a long time has had enormous strength with its movie business in terms of big budget movies that people go out to see in theaters. Mm -hmm. And it does not want to give up on that. So what it has said is, we're going to keep doing that next year, starting in May 7th. We would like you to go see Black Widow, one of our Avengers movies, in theaters. They are also saying they want to have it both ways, which is, we also want you to subscribe to Disney+, Plus, our big streaming service, which has been very successful. And we're going to bring a ton of stuff there as well. Uh, I want to read from the press release here so I get it right. Over the next few years, Disney Plus plans to release approximately 10 Star Wars series, 10 Marvel series, as well as 15 live-action Disney animation and Pixar features, on and on and on. They're moving a ton of stuff that they're saying is as good as something you would go see in a movie theater, and you'll be able to see that Disney+. Plus. But for some movies, we'd like you to come to the theaters. So the incentive for someone to use Disney+, Plus, they still think will be there, even though the movies they are going to be first in theaters, like in normal times. Yeah, for a handful of their biggest movies, they think will sort of be best in theaters. Um, they, they would like you to go to the theaters. You know, May 7th strikes me. I'm, I'm not an expert epidemiologist, not even an amateur one, as pretty early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, given the, the complication involved in this rollout, getting hundreds of millions of doses to people seems like a lot to ask for something that you don't have to do. I guess on the other hand, you could say, look, uh, there's a lot of people who want to go see this stuff who'd be willing to take some degree of risk, I guess, to do it. I'm a little surprised that Disney didn't sort of punt and add a caveat and say, well, maybe we'll hold off on that decision or we're not going to put a date. We'd like to release this later. Right, right, right. Um, but there is enormous pressure uh, from the theater industry, and Disney has a lot of pressure to get this stuff into theaters. Um, so that's the call they're making. Yeah, I'm wondering, obviously, Disney and WarnerMedia are looking at the same data about the coronavirus, but Disney's effectively saying we're staying the course, no? Yes. I mean, you know, I've talked to people at both companies now and they're kind of saying, look, we're not that far apart. Uh -huh. Warner is saying, look, we are going to put our movies in theaters if theaters are open. And if you want to, you can go see them there. It's just that we're giving you the option of seeing them at home on the same day. And Disney's saying, look, most of our stuff is going to go to streaming, but there's a handful of things we'd like you to see in theaters. And there's some middle ground there as well. There's one movie where you can go see it in the theaters. You can pay Disney an extra 30 bucks to, mm -hmm. to see it at home. But they seem to think that there's a handful of movies that are very, very, very important to them that they would have liked to bring in theaters in 2020 and they're going to push out to theaters in 2021 unless something literally prevents them from doing it. So basically a lot of this seems to boil down to the belief from Disney that they have more hits, that, that people will risk it in a way that maybe Warner Media doesn't think that they will or do you think any of it reflects kind of internal company cultures at these two places about how they think about you know their customer and how much they really want to see a movie? 
You know, one thing that's worth pointing out is that Disney throughout the the pandemic in 2020 has been reluctant to close its theme parks yeah, yeah. Uh, for a long time, has pushed uh, governors and, and state officials in both Florida and California to allow them to to keep it open, to allow them to reopen it. Mm. Um, they're, they've been uh, very frustrated that they haven't been able to. So, um, you know, it, it, in some ways it sort of seems like, look, this is our business and, and we'd like to proceed with it and we're going to push aggressively to make it open. Um, it's a little hard for me to reconcile sitting in New York where we've seen a lot of people die over the last year why you'd want to sort of take on any risk as an sure, entertainment sure. company. But that's the call they've made. Yeah, I was going to ask... Um you know, you mentioned uh, you do not have any epidemiology degree, um, but uh, how risky is a movie theater? I'm sure a lot of listeners are, are wondering that. I mean, movies are a big part of some families' lives. You're definitely there for a long time, right? I assume lots of theaters are blocking off seats and you're not talking, right? So there aren't any documented cases of what we call super spreader events happening in theaters. On the other hand, most theaters haven't been open for much of the year. There's a school of thought that says, actually, theaters maybe aren't so bad because the risk from spread seems to be people talking, exerting themselves, singing. In theory, uh, if you're sitting in a theater, you got your mouth shut most of the time, except when you're shoveling popcorn in. We don't know. Again, one school of thought is, look, if, if theaters were, were risky, we would know by now would know because by now. someone yeah. would have had there would be an outbreak. Personally, it's the last thing I'm going to do as sort of the virus rolls out just because I have the option to not go. You know, risk for me is a matter of, you know, things I have to do versus things I don't have to do. And I don't have to go see uh, Black Widow. Disney, obviously, is this, you know, century old long company. They are investing a ton in Disney Plus. And you mentioned it's been successful, maybe even more successful than uh, analysts or observers expected. Like, can you give me a sense of just how Disney is managing to not suffocate its kind of mainline get butts in seats in movie theaters business while also, you know, encouraging people to sign up for the streaming service, which has proven to be a pretty big hit. It's a, it's been a huge hit. They launched just about a year ago um, and said, you know, we'd like to hit 90 million subscribers by 2024. And they basically have hit that number. They're at 87 million. You know, even if they were lowballing their, their estimate for, you know, to get an additional pop, it's really outperformed. I think part of that outperformance is, since March, we've all been home. Yeah, yeah. Good time to launch. And we saw Netflix uh, enjoy a big bump in streaming. There's no reason to assume that, that Disney hasn't benefited from that. They moved Hamilton from theaters to to a streaming service this, uh, this summer. That seems to have been a big success. So that's part of the answer there is you couldn't go to the theaters. Disney Plus looked that much more attractive. Mm. Uh, but it's clearly a product that a lot of people want. And Disney is, is very happy. And Netflix, where are their numbers at? How within spitting distance is Disney from the king of this stuff? Netflix is at 200 million subscribers okay, worldwide. So like so they've got a big lead, but uh, Netflix has been at streaming since 2007, roughly, and, and really seriously for the last five or six years. So for Disney to make up that much ground in a year is, is astonishing. You can read more of Peter's coverage of all things streaming over at Recode.net or subscribe to his podcast, Recode Media. Peter, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Teddy.